didn't, I didn't think we'd get here, but after like a lot of thought and process, it seems that there is a certain corner of the internet that has decided that tooth care, you know, just, just doesn't serve them correctly. And that, you know, really honestly, all the things that are involved in toothbrushing and modern dentistry is a scam designed to eliminate the cells in your brain from functioning correctly. And I'm curious if you guys are, are on board of the bandwagon of the, of uh, no, the no tooth care lifestyle. I, uh, I haven't brushed my teeth since uh, 2017. Since you read the tweet, right? Is that the... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, as someone who took horrific care of my teeth when I was in my early 20s and then finally went to a dentist like at 31 and was was convinced I was going to need like root canals and stuff, they were like, You're in, your teeth are in great shape. So maybe they're right. Maybe the red pill like anti-tooth Ooh. care gang is right because I did a terrible see, job that's, that's a in my early 20s. You know, with that said, you can see my bottom teeth. Everyone on video are kind of jacked up. Like I'm ready to. So did you brush daily? I did brush daily, but I wasn't flossing and not twice a day, which are like sort of like hard, fast rules from the dentist. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I'll be really candid with you. This is like, I was a gross, I mean, there's definitely some nightclub nights coming home at fucking at 6 a.m. where I'm not sure their toothbrush got in there. All, you were always brushing on those nights. And, so, and that's the argument. There's so what, we, what we've seen, out. I was there was a graphic posted on Twitter of someone who stopped taking care of their teeth and who was basically like, look how inflamed these are. This is all the toxins like leaving my body, you know, <laughs> essentially. I can't even <laughs> hope, brother, that's gingivitis. <laughs> Dog, I literally can't. I was remembering that as you said it. And I remember that like the gingivitis, he literally was explaining as toxins leaving his body. And then when people pushed back on him, he said, how could it be anything else? <laughs> he just was like, no, no, but there's no possible way it could be anything Touché, other than the toxins. Uh, Touche. Touche. Touché. So, that's what so, yeah. So, so I feel like we have a business opportunity here because like, uh, and I was going to call it red pill dentistry, but I feel like we can't do that because you can't legally call yourself a dentist. So I, we, I think I was going to call it like a, like a tooth shaman or something of that nature, but, <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or sorry, yeah. uh, here we go. Tru- a toothsayer. Like like truth, Ooh, like a truth yeah, yeah. Oh, so here's yeah, yeah. the whole business pitch. Everyone who who goes through this this evolution, they they saw that tweet. They're like, you know what? Like, tooth care is ruining my life. It is stopping me from being the alpha wolf that I know I can be from the gains that I I am and I should have inherited. Uh, and so we're, we're going to offer a business where we're just all we're going to do is we're going to show up and just tell you you were right. So like your tooth will be decaying, like you won't have any teeth. You know, two teeth will be like just kind of missing or ready to come out. And we'll show up and we'll be like. All right, we took a look. You're 100 percent right. This wasn't from lack of dentistry. This is from this is exactly what we believe. This is something completely different. This genetic, and then, from then we're going to say for two thousand dollars, we'll take this out. Now we can't use any pain medication or anything like that because, like, <laughs> obviously, that would be just as bad as the tooth care itself. So we're just going to yank this boy. Uh, that'll be two racks. And I think uh, there's probably a market for that service. I think it's it niche. You know, what I'm saying we're niching down, social media content focused. You know, well, I mean, like, and then would, the upsell from the first tooth, right? Because you, oh yeah, because you know, one. if they lose one, they're losing them all. And you then know what I mean, <laughs> it's just nothing but their their gums. Then we got to put, you know, we got to put the veneers in. Well, now what thinking, we say, could fashion teeth from animal teeth, and they could and be like, hey, wolf, with grafts. Wolf teeth. Honestly, do we? Wolf teeth I don't mean to, to do this, but do, we, do we bring Liver King back for this business as well? Because I feel like with wolf <laughs> teeth, <laughs> like Liver King, like we might be able to get Liver King down with wolf teeth. You know what I mean? Honestly, that sounds kind of hot anyway. I would do wolf teeth. I mean, they do say that dog, you know, dog teeth, dog mouths are like notoriously healthy. True. Right? Colin, and they don't brush. Like did, did, have you brushed your dog's teeth? Is that part of the, the uh, routine that you've 
no created for your pets no but i I feel like i've heard this many times where you know dogs have bad breath but their mouths are actually like less bacteria and healthier than like a a lot of terrible things so 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 interspecies mouth graft yeah i mean we could maybe add a snout (laughs) yeah for sure here we are throwing all this money into innovations like viagra when really what we should be investing in is some way more fringe stuff what i find interesting is that the three of us like the only people the only clients we get are these like I don't know, like b- real businesses. When out here, we're trying to change the world. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need some, I don't need some venture backed, you know, sneaker company that just raised seventy million dollars hiring me for for contract work. I need someone that wants to dive into ripping teeth out of people's mouths and replacing their mouths with dog mouths. That, that's, Yo, I'm here for it. On on a totally on a totally serious note. So I'm just here on. Uh, I'm looking up uh, toothpaste mockups. I think we should do like a fake product drop on Twitter. It's like a red pill toothpaste. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm maybe maybe do toothpaste and toothbrush combo. And the toothpaste could just be water. And then the toothbrush just doesn't have bristles. It's just like a stick. I love that. Yeah, just like a twig. Just like a twig with some. Yeah, with yeah, some yeah, yeah exactly. Natural. <laughs> natural. Yeah. Well, doing yeah. I was thinking about doing the tweet about, uh, you know, I. I did not know Theodent was $300 until uh, I went to a place that had, had Theodent. And I was like, oh, this is a nice ass toothpaste. Um, you know, more of a Tom's main guy myself, maybe even dropping $17 on the ASAP, you never know. But the, uh, but it was interesting. There is a $300 toothpaste. And I feel like Red Pill Twitter is not ready for like the $300 fluoride containing toothpaste, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, just the fact there's fluoride in it. What? They put, they put in fluoride in our or, or water? Or maybe not. I don't know. I'm, just, I, I'm assuming, you know. <laughs> I mean, definitely there's fluoride in it. There's like, there's fluor- like they put fluoride in fucking water in reservoirs. <laughs> I think that, I think that a lot of, the Red Pill Twitter would be appalled at like understanding like what what goes into even just to make sure that like, the water that comes out of your tap, the you way know what I mean? World works if they understand the way the, way the, way way the world works. works. Yeah, but then the it's, way a, the it's a slippery works. slope from there to Alex Jones, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I just feel like, right, like not, not isolate. Obviously, like eighty to ninety percent of our audience is uh, is Red Pill Twitter, and so I don't want to isolate this completely. I will say that I am a huge fan of the Man with Van tooth powder. Yes, um, I, I do. I am interested in the idea of, of, a, of alternative toothpaste. I think this is an untapped niche. Toothpaste market, absolutely massive, dominated by corporate giants who don't care about our welfare. I am interested in alternatives and do believe that people should be leaning into that. I'm surprised we don't see more innovation there. Um, maybe what, that's what a I will you know, say, future threat. What I will say is that like there is some truth to like about washing hair. Right. And like, and, and, uh, and like that thing, like you are apparently not supposed to wash your hair all the time. Right. Cause like the natural oils that are in your hair. I don't wash my hair. Oh yeah, ever? Same, face. like once a week, maybe. Ever? Oh really? But you guys both like have rinse, that fucking. I like rinse it. You guys both have that fucking. Yeah, orange because hair. we don't wash our hair, bro. That's why we got yeah. that thick, them yeah. thick locks. That's not, it's not, not talking about thick. Colin, but Colin, your hair looks like there could be product in it, which might just be grease and oil. Look at that fucking. Oh, he's putting product in it. He just doesn't wash his hair. If y'all ain't watching this, Colin's hair looks like a perfectly crested wave crashing on the beach. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, 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 he looks like, like, like White Sahil right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, White Hill. White Hill. <laughs> no, but, but that's actually funny. I didn't think of that when I saw that tweet. But yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't washed my face or my, or my hair. Like, I don't. I don't use soap on my face. I use, like, Cetaphil. Like, I use, like, a very soft, like, uh, stringent. I have bad skin. My, I have bad skin, like, my whole life. Uh, I stopped washing my face, and I stopped eating lactose. Uh, that made it, yeah. So no raw, yeah, no yeah. raw no milk for your boy. And I'm good. Oh, I, I don't watch. I'm, I'm, I'm just deep in the in the skincare routine. Although I will say, I really appreciate. It. I only found out about them from from Twitter, but the Jack Henry guys with the completely completely organic, 
you go down the list, the only non-organic ingredient like on the panel was like water. It was like the water's not organic, like everything else was. I was like sick. But, uh, but there's this new generation of people that actually care about that. There's another brand, Evme, that's more female focused. It's like has no nothing that contains an allergen, which like 80% of cosmetic bases like contain an allergen, things like that. Wow. I feel like I feel like the uh, the face care routine has has done me well over the years as a as a long, young looking oldest member of the pod. Sure, sure. I feel like. I feel like we're all like young looking. I don't, I'm you very flattered by that, but bro, you know I'm, I'm 34. Like, I think I'm handsome. Yeah. I think I'm a Absolutely. man dime, but young is not the way I would describe my aesthetic. Yeah, I would, yeah, except yeah for James my, is a old swag. looking 34, but in like a very <laughs> central way. You know? Bro, I had somebody came at me on Twitter the other day and was like, get back to me when you can rent a car. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that's, I'm, I'm like, not 23. My, my brother, I have a, I have a wife, yeah. a dog, yeah, a dog, young child. Dog. And, and I own two cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people do like own them, own them, or it's like a, like a yeah, I'm just kidding, yeah. Or does the bank really own it, brother? Yeah, you don't own anything. Bank owns it all. <laughs> Yo, hold up. Right, real quick. Oh, okay, sorry. Send you guys something. I'm going? on a domain buying website, and uh, that's another. Uh, I got another pod for something that I just. Just popped up for was, us. Was Red Pill Toothpaste? Red Pill Dentistry was available. No, or, uh, but they got some hot, they got some interesting domains oh, for, sale, for sale right now. Chihuahua Online, sorry, <laughs> James just just led with Chihuahua Online. He also said, "Wait, wait, wait roll back." Cowcash.com instead of yeah. Cash Cow, and if you yeah, want to get that one, yeah, for our dyslexic hustlers, you know, yeah, <laughs> respect. <laughs> RescueStation.com. Like, if y'all are interested in owning. Campus Multimedia or Camp Us Multimedia. Yo, mor- mortgagebuyout.com is like is not bad. It's like that's that's your thing. Wow. Well, so I was gonna say what, if you wanted to run you like it's uh buydomains.com, which I've actually never been on before, except for <laughs> excellent well, domain ten out of ten. Except for today when I bought a domain hypothetically, which we're not gonna mention on the pod because last time I bought an expired domain, um, or private like a, in a domain sale, private domain cursed. sale. It was cursed. I, I gave him the money. It went to escrow. And then they were a broker, not the actual seller. And the seller of the do- domain never responded to them. And so they just for like, actually, I should see if they still have my money in escrow. Because they just kept my money in escrow yeah. for a while. So we, anyway. we need to name your curse. It needs to be like, it needs to be like the campfire demon. Or like, Dude, it needs I, to be like, we need to have some like, you know, James Camp, you know. I or like the story well, behind it is like, I, he was on a bad Hinge date, the girl was wicking. I was like, she was wicking. She, she bust out them crystals on me. I um, I actually sent Orin a video that Orin and I were like having a text chat the other day, having a bro down heart to heart. And as I was like trying to send him these heartfelt messages explaining how like I was feeling about something, my phone went like full, like a poltergeist was controlling it. And like it literally, like as I was typing, like it just like did space 40 times and I was writing crazy words and then would highlight the words and then delete the words. And I was like, I got to record this, <laughs> send this to Oren. He was like, I believe you, bro. My Mac is like that yeah. too. Actually, this but is it, a good transition this is part because, of it. yeah, so I had this broken iPhone. Oren's got a broken MacBook, but that I want to let the audience know Oren had something really interesting happen to him recently. We've been all getting new iPhones. Um, and Oren's was yeah, the first. And, and, and I, as, as normal, you know, iPhone comes out, I'm early in line, money Sorry. down. Drop it, you know what I'm saying? Top of the line, send it over. So I get the box and and I open it up. Nothing in the box. It's just, it's just the the cord, no phone. And, uh, and so I I text Tim Cook, no answer. I text Joni Ive, no answer. After all we've been through, the homies and, you know, Miles' support of Apple Music on the pod and, and nothing. You know who you should have texted? Yeah, but literally it was no phone. I found out via Twitter. I tweeted Tim, I tweeted Tim Cook as, as one does. And uh, and I ended up getting a lot of responses, including a lot of really helpful people at Apple who helped me figure it out. Thank you very much. 
but the uh, but there's also multiple people in SoCal who had this happen. And since all of our boxes were like sealed and whatnot, that the the idea is apparently that the scheme is that you know they're getting stolen in factory, and that Foxconn is you know pulling some some behind the scenes deals you know against Apple. I don't want to break the news here first, but uh, you know it's wow. going I mean- down. Bro, in all fairness, I don't know if you remember five years ago, they had to put nets outside the Foxconn factory windows because yep. it was so rough in there. People were jumping out the windows to kill themselves. So if if you managed to – listen, if you are listening and you managed to steal Orange's iPhone out of the box at Foxconn, good on you, dog. You deserve that God iPhone. Bless. You y'all probably earned it. To me? It. <laughs> to me? After all I've done for y'all? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, all yeah. Orrin has done for the uh, Foxconn but, factory workers and they're going to try and yeah, hustle him like that. Yeah, what I, no, but I feel like what I've done for the global economy, just in totally. general. Just the with, GDP. With the way – how many entrepreneurs I've pushed overseas. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, o- a, a, it, it's, a, it's generational. Yeah, I'll be the OGDP, Orrin's gross domestic product is massive. Yeah. It's, it's Put that shit on my tombstone, dog. You know what I'm saying? OJ GDP. Marnie. Yo, we need, we need a TikTok. We need a TikTok about this happening because it's, it's pretty bizarre. And I, I really it appreciated is. the reply that was like, "Didn't you notice that it didn't weigh very much?" It's like, yeah, yeah I'm like, bro. yo, have you opened so a fucking opened Apple it. like like yeah. like one of these boxes? Like that shit yeah. is like, I I honestly I pulled out the white box and I was like, sick. Like iPhones don't weigh that much. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a thick ass <laughs> cardboard. Yeah. It's that feather light. But people are like, like, like yeah, like, like I'm gonna try and get away with it. Like I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna like not call them and they're, they're going to brick this phone and I'm going to sell it for components, yeah. you know? Like, well, like, I, when you sent us that y'all see, photo... Y'all seen how I live? When you... <laughs> I also love that... Listen, everyone, for everyone listening, Oren is very successful. He lives a great life. I can attest to that in reality. But Oren posted, like, an inspirational photo of, like, of, of design the other day of, like, what must have been, like, a, a $60 million house. People were like, and he was like, yo, people are out here DMing me like, yo, your house is sick. Is sick. No, no, people, people were in the comments be like, oh, man, like, shit, I like, love this for you. Like, your, your house is great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a house that's like two Cartiers. Like, it's like a what? Like a G-Wagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, like brother, this is, this is an inspirational mood board. Si- sidebar. I live a lot closer um, to God. Uh, so true, apparently true board. story. Apparently true story. Sahil, right? Um, apparently met and he tweeted this story once and I spoke to someone who, who, who confirmed it's reality met Tim Cook in his gym and apparently Tim Cook actually Sick. is like Sahil's like mentor so if uh, if you, next time you need your iPhone go hit up Sahil be like yo tell your, tell your Cook, mans tell your mans gotta, come on down to it, Orange ex- County explains why he's so understated I got a Tim <laughs> I got a Tim Cook story you got oh, a Tim Cook story alright so when I was growing up <clears throat> my dad my dad was the uh, president and CEO of what was at the time the largest Apple retailer um, in the country. This is pre-Apple store. Sure. So, I was hoping you were going to say Pacific throwback. Northwest so I could make a joke about there being like three IMAX sold. No, but throwback to one that existed. It was, it was a small business. It was, I mean, this was like before Apple was Apple, right? Um, but so you guys remember the IMAX that was like the 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 dome with the stem? Do I? Yada, yada, yada. I had that shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, Same. yep. So, so uh, those... Those came out, and this was this is actually before they came out. My dad got like a, an early one, right? So this is like they, these are not available in the store yet. This was like as Apple was starting to blow up. He brings it home. He's like, "Yo, go set this up." I was editing a lot of video at the time, so I'm like wanted to get it fired up, start editing my skate videos on it. I set Sick. up the brand new iMac. I powered it on. I got a GameCube disc. I noticed that the the CD tray in it had like the normal size CD, and then it had like this this uh, imprint in it that was the size of a GameCube disc. And I was like, yeah, let's, I mean, let's see what happens when we put the GameCube disc. This is brand new. This is like within the first five minutes. I put it in there. I close it. 
it bricks the computer. It's done. It never turned on again. I was mortified. <laughs> my dad, my dad emails Tim Cook and he's like, Hey, thanks a lot for sending that unit. My son destroyed it. Can we get another one? And they sent out another one. And, oh, I uh, thought you were gonna say your dad didn't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, what was I Tim was Cook's gonna... job at, the, at that time? Like director of supply chain, or was he like? No, he was like uh, he was the man. He wasn't the CEO, but like it was Steve and Tim, you know. So but he was like where you are now at your current job. He was a like one step away. You know what I'm saying from <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I want to uh, show y'all real quick. Yo, speaking I, of that, I bricked, I bricked that computer within minutes. Like immediately. it's respectable, and I think we, we we joked off pot about it. But Colin is notorious. We would refer to it as magnet hands because like anything like he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna fool around the line for a bit. Or we're just gonna try and fix this machine. And be like, <laughs> flame erupts <laughs> like, like, like the line worker goes down and so it is a it's good to know that this has existed since, since childhood. line worker yeah. goes down it was it was intentional in that case but yeah so i want to show you guys real quick and for everyone who's about to listen who's listening to this and can't see what i'm sending these guys in our in our group chat shout out to my mom i love her she's the best ever she's the best one i've ever had but long story short when I was a little kid, my dad had, been, had made a lot of money and that all fell apart. And so we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. And my mom always wanted me to sort of have everything all my friends had. And all my friends had this iMac, right? The one that Colin was referencing. And my mom bought me for Christmas an e-machine instead of, instead of an iMac, right? Because it was just like a quarter of the price. But it looked, I don't know if you guys can see uh, if it showed up there, if you guys will look up an e-machine. I remember. But they were it was just a straight up iMac knockoff, like a full on iMac knockoff in every single way. I eventually did end up getting the uh, the actual iMac, and I'll never forget. It came with Ants the video game on it from Ants the movie. Um, but anyway, so shout out to anyone who had Sick. an e machine because we were just like out there. Like my friends would come over and be like, "Oh, is that iMac?" Be like, "Well, you know, kind of. It's sort of e machine. It's blue. It's blue. It's like hotter. You know, yeah, I mean, it's kind of yeah. cooler. You know, what I mean, like if you want a PC that looks like an iMac, this is." This is what you get, you know. Um, you know the, this yeah. era of computer. I got another good old Apple story. Um, Please. So, so freshman year of high school, uh, uh, the iPod was announced at MacWorld, as like all things are. And uh, my dad went to MacWorld and came back with a prototype iPod. No, par- pardon me. My dad got. My dad had a prototype iPod, and he gave it to to me for my birthday. I think this would have been my fifteenth birthday. Um, and, uh, he was like, Hey, go try this. I'm going to need to borrow it when I go to Macworld, Um, cause it's a display unit, but, but go try this. Um, and so this is my freshman year. I've got an iPod. Everybody made fun of me. Everybody because made you had fun an, of me. Like, because you had an iPod? Because of how stupid it Damn. was and it couldn't even play CDs, all this stuff. <laughs> iPods were literally, they're, they're no, no, yo, yo, but like, but like a thousand songs in your pocket did not, like, it did not, like, none of this existed yet. It was like this weird white thing with a wheel. And that's uh, true. Uh, it, it was just, it was, it was bizarre because I was always the, the Apple kid, right? But like, literally, people were clowning me. I was like, I don't know, man. And, and you were like, like, yo, I got Eminem's whole catalog on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can put every logic song on this. I've got all of them five times. <laughs> like, uh, but, uh, Dude, you know what's funny? Is came out and boom. A Gen 1 iPod now is worth like $60,000. Like I'm not even, yeah. like I'm not, like a perfect condition Generation 1 iPod is worth like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but bro, you know I what? I had that, a they, Sony Rio that could play eight songs and I was so happy. I, could, bro, I, I had that mini disc. Like, every one of them mini disc. These eight joints on here. 
Did you have a mini disc yeah. though? Did y'all remember I mean, we that released, shit? I, I feel like mini disc kids. That's like a separate. You know, I try. Oh, like mini disc sure. kids were in on on mini discs. You know, like and, I, and, I, you know, I, I thought everyone was else the was like. But here's the deal. Yeah. I think the sad part is that Colin was just too early. And nothing hurts more than being too early. Being too late sucks, but being too early hurts even more. <laughs> and so I'm going to take this opportunity. Instead of us playing, pausing, maybe we just do a time. Can you do a timestamp for us, Colin? Or mark a clip. I'm going to mark a clip. Boom. Clip marked. What I'm going to say is let's dive into something else that was too early. Quibi. Quibi <laughs> was... <laughs> Quibi was billion-dollar raise for short-form video content in app form. And it happened to come out at the most serendipitous time for a media company to launch content. And that would be right before the pandemic began. And it was the most abysmal failure ever and raised a billion dollars. And they put it all into short-form content. They hired Hollywood's largest and biggest celebrities and producers and directors to create the short-form content. And we were talking about this before the pod because I thought it was just interesting because conceptually, Quippy was a great idea. It's all 15-minute shows and stories. That The idea was you could watch on the subway on the way to work instead of a full Netflix show or something. And I think that the problem is that the reality was they hired a bunch of boomers to make a bunch of content that really should be speaking to a bunch of Zoomers. And they were too early. Conceptually, it was right. But what they should have done was take a bunch of fantastic creators like Mr. Beast, right? Like Mr. Beast, yeah. give Mr. Beast a couple hundred Shaq. million dollars. Shaq, you said? Is that what you said? <laughs> I just tried to tie it into a previous part. <laughs> Warren's world building. When Warren talks about world building, that's what he means. <laughs> um, but anyway, they but went for real, like, though, if you had, you know, If you had 15-minute shorts with Shaq next to the 15-minute shorts with Mr. Beast, Quibi wouldn't be where it was today. <laughs> To be honest with you, Quibi, if you're still out there, whoever bought Quibi out of, as, out of like the distressed asset sale, call Oren up because my man has a plan. It's not too late. Oren and Ty Lopez have a plan for Quibi. <laughs> Ty Lopez is going to buy it out of <laughs> – did, did Ty Lopez really buy Quibi? That's I don't know. So he's like, <laughs> no, right, it's, it's a Pure One Imports Radio Shack Quibi play, right? <laughs> you take the potpourri, we put it on a short form. <laughs> I mean, so NFT, all that. Uh, the best was you guys should have not to promote another pod, but – when Ty Lopez was on My First Million was was actually hilarious. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, engineer, sorry. Team, engineering team. Uh, we're we're going to cut that right to cut the Lord Boring podcast. Yep. Yo, yo, I, I vaguely remember that. What was that like? Like, seriously. Like, did, they didn't roast him. They just, like, asked him questions. and had They kind of, I mean, right? well, the problem with someone like Ty, I, I didn't listen when they had Alex Carmozzi on, but the problem with someone like Carmozzi or Ty Lopez is, like, Ty Lopez, like, clearly actually has made an obscene amount of money. Right, so like to say to him like, oh, you like you're you're a fraud. Well, he's not a fraud in terms of him running successful like, businesses. Well, you know, whatever you may not like what he sells, but candidly, he's obviously good at running this business, right? Um, and so I think that it became tough. I think they decided he was like half charlatan. By the way, Ty, if you're listening, please come on this pod. We'll, we'll happily have you. I won't call you a charlatan at all. I know what you do. Radio saying, let's go down here. See, are, are, have you moved everything? Are, are you still focused on the Ethereum blockchain? Uh, yeah, I mean, are you he's more of a Celsius <laughs> play? You Tezos, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I know this is we're just going straight tangential, and I love this sort of form. But uh, I sent you guys something today, which is that new guy who's going to become the new PM. You, sorry to everyone in the UK, but y'all have had a rough year, right? If we all had a rough year in the UK, you went through, you lost your queen, right? You got rid of BJ Boris Johnson. He then brought in uh, a woman. I don't even know her name because she was the shortest PM of all time. I think forty-four days. Trust Liz Trust. Liz Trust. Bomb. Trust. What up? What up? Trust. Yeah. Sounds like a name. I, no, sorry. Trust tangent. 
I had to have a complicated <laughs> conversation with a uh, some. Um, yeah, look, uh, as a as a conservative, I have a hard time with uh, some of the dumber conservatives that are that are in the group. Right? Someone be like, "So why do they have to get rid of this trust? I thought she had great ideas." And I was like, "Well, brother." <laughs> Sometimes you can't just say I'm going to lower taxes and I'm going to spend more and expect a, a a market to respond well to that. And she was like, "But I don't." I'm like, "This is the point. This is what we have here. This is the problem." <laughs> anyway, keep going. Well, no, I was going to say. And so, well, then Boris Johnson said he was going to maybe come back. He decided to not come back. And so they have, and I forget his name, a gentleman who's basically de facto going to end up being the PM. And interesting Men's enough, enthusiast. Um, he is one thing he said recently was that he wants to make the United Kingdom a hub for crypto, uh, for cryptocurrencies and, 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 uh, crypto based technologies, um, which I think is really fascinating because I think my bet these days, I have a bit of, of, of crypto left. I know some friends who don't, some on the pod who managed to take their bag and run and did a good job with it. But for those of us who are long-term holders, part of my belief is not necessarily, anything else except for that one day gen z is going to rule the fucking world right and that's just the fact of all with the way humanity works people die people grow up and then the children take over what the incumbents were doing before and so <laughs> i believe that lots of gen z that has been very into cryptocurrencies and the technology behind blockchains is are going to be some of the leaders of this world right they're incredibly smart they're incredibly well healed they're incredibly well connected and incredibly hardworking. And so one day the president there, we will have a sitting president, I believe that owns Bitcoin. And I think very clearly we're soon going to have a prime minister of the United Kingdom that owns Bitcoin. And so when that starts happening, I would be in the same way. I believe that when you raise capital, it makes a lot of sense to equitize people that will make sure you find liquidity. And by that, I mean to bring people on board that make sure there's going to be a buyer for their shares at one point. You have a stake in it. Yeah. Bring them on. I'd feel the same way that, if, for example, you had a prime minister, if all the great leaders of the world own cryptocurrency, I cannot fathom then saying that they are worthless and that they and send them all to zero. So anything, anyway, I don't know where this tangent and rant is going. I just find it pretty fascinating that we're about to possibly have very soon one of the largest leaders on the planet be incredibly pro-cryptocurrency. Just find it interesting. That's all. Thoughts? All right. So I did just – I had to check. As when you brought this up, I had to check Olympus Dow. <laughs> um, I, so I, it's good I'll news. I've, compo- I've compounded. I've compounded to have 127 ohm, which is sick. Dude, sick, when ohm goes back which, to 20k, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, look, and right now we uh, that, that that look that's worth that's worth 1280 dollars. You know, so it stopped falling. It's not zero. It's not it's zero. Not zero. Just, nothing. Nothing worse than my stomachs. Fire up the old. Nothing worse. Dude, floor check. So for everyone, so I mean, honestly, we were all caught up in the hype and just running around and I was making good money and it was whatever. But I'll never forget, I was driving with my friend Annabelle, literally to a $11 million house to go look at renting it. Not for me, for her. And so this is someone who egregiously spends money on, on things all the time. And I looked at her in, her in the in the car and I turned and I said, I just bought $11,000 AI generated uh, Matisse painting and she was like you're so fucking stupid <laughs> that's, that's what she said to me <laughs> and in retrospect it was arguably the worst financial right. decision I ever made in my entire life it, it, <laughs> she was completely completely right um, do you guys hold any NFTs anymore? yeah, yeah I, I still got my Manny which is which I, I will always oh, hold I still Manny. got two crypto 
I still got two wow. crypto jeweler pieces, which are worth the same that they were when I bought them, which is sick. I I, I got the Shalom's Lamborghini, and then I got the crypto package goods. So yeah, I'm I'm deep in the man. We're, we're still here and, and hollering. And yeah, I got yeah, Ruben yeah, Wu yeah. still. You see what Manny I, I, guess I feel like I got some blue chips. You see what Manny tweeted today? This is so yeah good. yeah with the, with the Cartier oh open source. Manny's on two, twenty All right. eighteen thousand. All, right. All right, breakdown. Uh, so Manny uh, Manny not found on Twitter. He tweets, I found a public database in Cartier's source code. So I downloaded $800,000 worth of watch models. And then it's an image of his NFT, which is like this, this image of a 3D model of him in, in boxer briefs standing on this pile of probably a thousand different Cartier watches. I think what he means is so he basically got into, got into their database and found like a bunch of the, the actual like 3D model files for all of these different watches. And then like, made this stupid image with it uh i love this shit he's like this is so but that's weird. a creative that's like it's cool because he's like a a real like creative person right like a fucking weirdo creative like that makes cool shit right as opposed Super to like weirdo creative 90 yeah. percent of the nft market which was just fucking you know hustlers who recognized there was an opportunity to make some fucking money um so. james i'm sending you this i might i might go so far as like putting this into the youtube version of the pod uh, this this image because it's just Run it so up. stupid. I Let's love see it. it. Shoot it over. I'm trying. <sighs> I'm about to buy a fucking e machine for the crib, though. You know what I'm saying? I was about to go buy a 911 yeah. S. Guys... Fuck that. We're buying e machines, baby, across everywhere. I'm saying, yo, put put it on the put it on the blockchain, brother. I do have. I am in this scenario in one of my client projects where people are are, are trying to uh, actively persuade us to do a like a membership style thing on the blockchain, and I keep being like. I keep looking around to see if like it's one of those like like you know in the office when like Jim looks at the camera. Like I keep trying to be like, am, and, like is there just like is, are people just doing this because they're like some sort of joke on me, or do I still have to keep sitting in these meetings? Insane. And uh, and and it's not. I have to uh, keep sitting in these. Meetings. I had. I think I told you guys I had a meeting with a couple of friends. Um, I want to mention who mention who, but like guys who own nightclubs in New York. We had a meeting like I don't know a month ago, and everyone was talking about NFTs for like nightclubs, and I was just like oh whoa you know what i mean like this it just felt like two years too late do you know what i mean like just a, a miss and yeah, they were like you can transfer nfts and i was like yo like what you don't understand though is that this defeats the whole purpose of a nightclub right? a doorman the idea is that it's exclusive and it's not predicated on you being able to transfer access to this nightclub it totally defeats the purpose right. of a bottle service nightclub right to so just be like oh i can send it to the homie and he can go no 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 no, no. it's supposed to be like oh are you beautiful are you cool or are you on this night willing to spend as much money as they can get you to fucking spend? So too late for that. With that said, if you're listening, go to um, builders.build and slash ETH. And we have a, we are selling uh, access to the builders build community, not through ETH. It's just slash ETH. We take U.S. dollars. We take nothing less. We don't take Catalunes. It's Canadian money. We don't take. We definitely don't take the British motherfucking pound. That GBP, that Great British pound, which is, which yeah, we'll take anything um, as long as it's U.S. dollars. (laughs) That's about it. That's about it.